Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Welcome to Healthy Mama Hacks, a weekly mini podcast where I share my best tips for hacking your healthy mama life with simple tips for easier eating, cooking, and living a healthy mama life in 20 minutes or less. Let's do this, mama. Hey friend, welcome back to the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. I am so excited to be back from my summer break and uploading new episodes for you. And today's Healthy Mama Hacks episode is kicking off a brand new series here on the podcast all about meal prep. Many of you know how excited and passionate I am talking about meal prep and how figuring out how to prep ahead in a way that works for you can be so life-changing for your family. Many of you have heard my own story of discovering the power of meal prep when I was working as a personal chef in a big city working 10 to 12 hour days and eating a whole lot of takeout because I was spending my days prepping for other people and I wasn't taking the time to prep for myself and I would get home late at night, exhausted. Neither my husband or I wanted to cook. And we were eating a ton of takeout, eating a ton of really quick convenience meals, and I wasn't feeling great. And I realized that this was just not sustainable. And I recognized that if I just started to do a little bit of prep at the beginning of the week in the areas that would help me to eat in a way that was fueling me and making me feel good and make meals get to the table faster, that it would make a huge difference in the way I felt, in my health, and in the way that I showed up for my clients. As a chef, I would have more energy, and that was really important to me. And it was around the time where we wanted to start a family, too, and I knew I wanted to be healthy for my baby to baby to be. So meal prep was something that I very slowly started to do, and it's, it's very much evolved over the years as I discovered different types of meal prep. And I worked with women one-on-one, many moms with families who wanted to incorporate meal prep into their own life, but they didn't want meal prep in the way that it's often portrayed on Instagram where you know you're portioning out things into tiny Tupperware containers and kind of controlling everything you eat. That is not the type of meal prep I'm talking about. And if you've listened to any of my other episodes on meal prep, meal prep is something that to me creates more freedom in the kitchen and helps just to set you up for more efficiency and less stress when it comes to your weekday meal. So this can be breakfast, this can be lunch, this can be snacks, this can be dinner. It's all about making it work for you. 
So this series is going to be kind of an introduction to meal prep. So today I'm going to start with the four P's of meal prep. And basically the four P's of meal prep are the four most important things that you need in order to start making meal prep work for you. And then next week, I'm going to talk about how to prioritize your prep. I'm going to talk about the order of operations that is important in order to make meal prep efficient. And then I'm going to talk about my favorite meal prep term, which is mise en place. And then at the end, I'm going to come back on with a whole meal prep Q&A. So be sure to follow me over on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris and check into my stories this week or the upcoming week. I'm going to ask you guys for your meal prep Q&As. I would love to hear um, what is working for you and what isn't working for you when it comes to meal prep and any questions you might have on making meal prep work for you. Because I always love to say, just like with nutrition, there is no one size fits all when it comes to meal prep. I'm not about teaching you one way to meal prep. I'm about I'm about giving you the tools to make meal prep work for you and your family. Not about those little tiny Tupperware containers or spending hours and hours in the kitchen at the beginning of the week prepping all of your meals ahead of time unless that works for you. I'm about helping you to find the style of meal prep that works for you, to make meal prep efficient, and to allow it to be something that helps to give you more time back, not take time away from your week. Meal prep shouldn't be restrictive or constraining. It should be freeing. So today, I want Want to jump in to the four P's of meal prep. These are what you need to start making meal prep work for you and your family. So the four P's are as follows. Number one, plan. Number two, prioritize. Number three, plan. And number four, prep. So let me go ahead and explain these to you. The number one, P in the four P's of meal prep is to plan your meals. This is important. First and foremost, you cannot meal prep unless you plan your meals ahead of time. I have seen so many women do this backwards. It is it is crazy. So I've worked with many women over the years as a health coach, and I've helped them work through finding ways to make meal prep work for them. I've taught a lot of in-person meal prep classes. That's actually one of the most popular um, in-person cooking classes that I've done is a meal prep class where basically I teach them the ins and outs of meal meal prep and then we go through a whole meal prep session together and then they leave with not only a week's worth of prepped meals but also the skills to actually continue that practice and make it work for them and their schedule and this is actually something that I am bringing online and I'm very excited to share that with all of you so uh, stay tuned at the end of the episode I will share more about how you can actually do that with me but online um, so stay tuned for that But first and foremost, the first thing that you need to do, the first P is to plan your meals. I've seen a lot of women come to meal prep from a place of going, okay, I'm just going to prep a pound of shredded chicken and I'm going to cook up some quinoa and I'm going to chop a bunch of vegetables and then I'll just have inspiration to create meals throughout the week. Okay, you guys, you know that I love food. Food inspires me. I'm a huge foodie. I'm a chef 
and it is one of my greatest passions in life. But I can tell you with complete and total honesty that at 5 p.m. on a Tuesday when my kids are like, Mommy, when is dinner time? I do not want to look in the fridge and just see a bunch of random ingredients and try and figure out what to make for dinner. That is stressful. I would rather just sit on the couch with a glass of wine and order takeout. That sounds crazy overwhelming to me. I like to experiment when I have the time. When I, it's not five o'clock on a weekday and everyone is demanding dinner. I want to actually enjoy the process of cooking. And so some planning ahead of time is how I am able to, to make my meal prep and my meals work in a way that makes sense. So the ingredients that I have ready to go in the fridge are prepped for specific meals. This doesn't mean I need to assign a specific day to each meal unless that makes sense for my schedule, and I'll talk about that a little bit more later. But for the most part, it's really just about having a flexible plan so that I'm prepping intentionally. It's being really intentional about your your prep based on what you are planning. So I talk a ton about meal planning, but my basic strategy for meal planning is to start by looking at what I have on hand. I start with a family favorites list, and I have a whole episode, a whole Healthy Mama Hacks episode all about the two lists that you need to make meal planning a breeze. I will link that in the show notes so you guys can listen to that episode. But this is your family favorites list and your recipes to try list. So I always start with what we have on hand and a few ideas that I jot down from my family favorites list or my recipes to try list for what we might want to make that week. And then I write down five meals and I only ever plan five meals. Sometimes three to five meals, depending on how busy the week is. But typically during the school year when life is pretty busy and we need the convenience of having a plan ahead of time, I plan five meals during the week. And then we have one night that is just a flex night. So oftentimes this is leftovers or takeout and then a date night. And so those are, those are seven meals during the week. So I just plan for five meals and I don't assign days unless there is a day where I need extra support. But planning my meals means then I have a place to start with my prep. I'm not just prepping random ingredients and deciding that I'm going to have the inspiration to throw things together during the week. Now that might work for you. If you love to have a like totally blank canvas or not totally blank, but I guess just a canvas with a bunch of colors on it and you want to create a masterpiece every single night with what you have prepped. Awesome. But for me and for a lot of the women that I've worked with, this can feel really overwhelming. So just having a rough plan for your meals that is flexible, that you can mix and match throughout the week, you can change things up too. If you're like, okay, I don't really want this meal that I planned for tonight, you can do it a different night, or you can maybe use those ingredients in a completely different meal, pop on Pinterest, okay, what can I use black beans and peppers for that isn't these, you know, black bean pepper enchiladas or whatever. So you can definitely mix it up. This doesn't mean that this meal plan needs to be set in stone, but starting with the plan will help to direct your meal prep and give you a place to go with your meal prep so that you're not just staring into the abyss of the fridge and a bunch of ingredients and going, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? For, what am I going to do with these? But that is where I see a lot of women start with their meal prep. So I really want to encourage you to start with the first P, which is plan your meals. The second P is to prioritize. Okay, prioritize your needs, not 
anyone else's, but yours. So this includes looking at your schedule and looking at your life right now. So what season are you in? We're coming into the fall. We're in August right now, and we're coming into September, and that means for many of us, the school year is starting, unless you homeschool year-round, the school year is starting, and also a lot of activities are starting, and life just tends to get a lot busier. So as you start looking at your schedule, remember also that this is always changeable, so you can try this out for a while, and if your schedule changes, if it's not working, you can always change things, but looking at your schedule, looking at your days, and deciding okay, which days are the busiest? Which days are we out until 7 p.m. and we need something when we get home? That might be the day where you put a slow cooker or an instant pot meal on the menu. Maybe you put one or two of them on the menu that week so you have some flexibility to choose which one you wanna do on that night. Or maybe you do assign one specific meal to that night and you just deal. It might not be like the number one exact thing that you want in the moment, but that's where self-care eating comes in. You know, sometimes it's just about eating what's there because you need to nourish your body and you have something that's extra satisfying afterwards, right? I think there's a, you know, gosh, there's so many things I can... I can think about when it comes to like intuitive eating, making us oftentimes feel like we need to just choose what we want to eat in the moment, but that doesn't really work practically with real life. Um, So I think I believe in flexibility, but I also believe in convenience. And sometimes it's just easier to go, okay, we're having beef stew tonight. I'm going to put it in the crock pot in the morning. And when we come home in the evening, it's ready to go to serve up, to eat, to, to get into our bedtime routine. So I want you to ask yourself, what days during the week are the busiest and where do I need the most support with dinner especially? And what times of the day are the hardest for me to get meals on the table? Which ones feel most stressful? And how can I bring some ease into that through meal prep? You can also ask yourself, where do I struggle eating in a way that serves me? So if you are not eating breakfast and you're finding yourself, you know, getting a muffin on the way to work every day at 8 a.m. or whatever time you go into work and there's nothing wrong with muffins but then if you're starving at 10 a.m. and then you're eating your lunch at 10 a.m. and then you're starving again at 12 and it's just not really working for your body well then we want to rethink things okay how can you have a breakfast that has a little bit more balance to it how can you add some protein to that breakfast how can you add some healthy fats how can you maybe make a muffin at home and have something on hand to have on side on the side so it can hold you a little bit longer maybe a small smoothie or some hard-cooked eggs or how can you take what tastes good for you and what's convenient for you and and make it work for yourself and your body and your life. So, so I want you to consider what times of the day, what days of the week, and what is not working right now. And this can help you to prioritize your needs when it comes to meal prep. You do not need to prep absolutely everything ahead of time in order to make meal prep work for you. Remember, meal prep is about creating your own convenience. That is the tagline to my meal prep course for a reason, because that is what I want you to look at meal prep as, creating your own convenience foods so that meals that make you feel good, that taste delicious, that are satisfying, that are nourishing, are easy to grab, easy to prepare, and you're taking the stress away from the most stressful times of the day when it comes to food, the most stressful meals. I want to make it easier for you. So the second P is to prioritize your need. The third P is another plan, but this is to plan your prep. 
I'm going to do a whole episode on the order of operations, not the order of operations when it comes to math because I'm 0% qualified to teach you anything involving math. I'm terrible at math, but I'm going to teach you the meal prep order of operations in a later episode in a couple of weeks. But I want you to consider planning out your prep. So After you've planned your meals and you've prioritized your needs, you've decided which areas you could really use help with your prep, this is where I want you to focus your prep, is those areas you've identified are hardest for you, and then you want to start to plan your prep. So this includes creating a brief list. This does not need to be fancy. There's no specific template you need to use, but what I want you to do is write down everything that you want to prep. So this can start with full meals or full items that you want to prep, the things that you need for each one of those. So say, okay, so let's use the beef stew in the slow cooker as an example. I have a delicious sweet potato, kale, and beef stew that I love to make in the wintertime. My family loves it. So what do I need for that? Okay, I need cubed stew beef, and that I typically buy on its own, already cubed. I don't really need to do anything with that. Sometimes I cut the pieces smaller, but for the most part, I don't really need to do anything for that. I need carrot, celery, and onion. So I'm going to need to peel the carrots, chop the celery, chop the onion. I need chopped garlic, which I don't typically do ahead of time, um, but I need chopped garlic for that. I need some beef broth and I will tell you that I love to make homemade chicken broth, but I'm not a huge fan of making homemade beef broth. So that I'm going to buy from the store. I need a chopped or a couple chopped sweet potatoes. So I'm going to need to peel and chop those sweet potatoes and I need some chopped kale. So I need to de-stem and chop that kale. So this doesn't need to be cooked ahead of time. I'm just going to want to prep the ingredients for that. So for that, I would just mark down the ingredients. Now, if there's something that I do want to actually prep the entire thing ahead of time, for instance, shredded chicken, what do I need for that? Well, for that, I need some chicken breast or thighs. I'm going to need some broth or water and some sea salt. How long is that going to take? Well, it's going to take 25 minutes in the slow cooker or sorry, the instant pot. So it's going to take 25 minutes in the instant pot and it takes about 10 minutes to pressurize. That'll take about uh, 35 minutes total. Okay, so which of those is going to take the longest? That's what I'm going to start with. So I'm going to start with the item that is going to take the longest. Now, if the item that's going to take the longest is something that needs to be cooked, then I'm going to want to do my mise en place first for that item get that going, and then do my other mise en place. What is mise en place? Well, I'm going to have a whole entire episode on that because it is my favorite term, like I mentioned, but mise en place means everything in its place. You want to get all the ingredients ready for it before you start cooking. In this instance, if those are the only things I'm going to prep, I would start by getting the shredded chicken going in the Instant Pot prep all the ingredients for the stew, and then I've got a head start to two meals ready to go already. So I'm going to go so much more into planning your prep and how to do this and how just jotting a few things down can completely change your prep and how the order of operations in your prep is going to make it so much more efficient because remember, I do not want you spending an entire day or taking time away from your family life in order to get prep done. This is not about constraint. This is about convenience. So I'm going to talk more about that, but I just want you to consider planning your prep, figuring out the time that things are going to take, what is going to take the longest, and I also jot down oven times and temperatures, I'm sorry, not oven times, oven temperatures on there as well. 
So that can be really helpful just as a reminder as well. But planning your prep and deciding what order you're going to do things in is going to make things a lot more efficient. So, so far, we're going to plan our meals before we get prepping because then we know what we actually need to prep or what we could potentially prep. And then we're going to prioritize our needs. We're going to look at our life and what we actually need and what is actually going to work for us. And then we are going to plan our prep. We're going to cook the the items that are going to take the longest first. So we're going to do our mise en place for those. We're going to cook those items first and then do the other prep while those are cooking. And we are going to have a plan for it so that it doesn't feel haphazard and rushed when we're doing our prep. It feels easy. And then the fourth P is to actually prep your meals. And this is an important P because this also includes finding a time that feels good for you. So when are you going to prep your meals? When is a time that feels convenient for you? So this requires some backtracking. It requires going, okay, when do you have time to plan your meals? So for me, my schedule typically goes on a Friday morning. I take a little bit of time to go through my family favorites list, my recipes to try, any recipes I might need to test that week because I'm a recipe developer. And I put those on the list for the week. I look at my schedule, see if there's any days where I need extra support. And those days are the days where I might assign a meal to that. And then I write my grocery list down and I use my Healthy Mama meal planner, link in the show notes, so that I can make sure that I um, am shopping by grocery store aisle to make things so much easier. Also have an entire Healthy Mama Hacks episode on that. We'll put that in the show notes as well. And then I will go grocery shopping um, on either the Friday or the Saturday, more often the Saturday these days. So I will go shopping on the Saturday. And so that means if I have time on Saturday, I'll do some prep or I'll do some prep on Sunday. But that's what works for me. And that's what works for my life. For you, it might be totally different. You might want to do planning and shopping on both on Saturday. Or you might want to do planning on Saturday morning and shopping on Sunday. You might not want to do prep on Sunday. You might want to do prep on Monday while the kids are in school. What works for you? When are you able to plan? When are you able to grocery shop? When are you able to prep? Figure out when works for you. This is about making prep work for you, not the other way around. So, Let's review the four P's of meal prep, the way that you want to start making meal prep work for you. Number one, you want to plan your meals before you figure out how you're going to prep. Number two, you're going to prioritize your needs, and that's where you're going to start to focus your meal prep. Number three, you are going to plan the prep that you are going to do. We're going to go into this so much deeper um, very soon. And then number four, you're going to prep your meals during a time that works for you. I'm going to go even deeper into some of the things that I love to talk about, including finding a style of meal prep that works for you next week, because there is no one size fits all, like I said, when it comes to meal prep. So I'm not recommending that you, that we all meal prep in the exact same way. So stay tuned for that next week. I will talk more on the different styles of meal prep and how to prioritize your prep so that you are only taking the amount of time that you have to prep in order to prep and you are actually focusing on the things that are going to give you the biggest bang for your buck and make the biggest difference in your life throughout the week. 
So I hope that this was helpful as a little primer when it comes to meal prep. I hope it gave you a little bit of a different perspective on meal prep than maybe what you see sometimes on social media. And um, of course, if you want to learn more about how to prep in a way that works for you and works for your family and do a deeper dive into meal prep, definitely check out my meal prep course, Healthy Mama Meal Prep. You can go to healthymamachris.com slash meal prep to learn more about that. And last but certainly not least, if you want to learn from me how I meal prep in just an hour a week in person and be able to actually interact with me and ask me questions as we go, I would love for you to join my back to school meal prep class, which is on August 29th, 2021 at 2 p.m. Eastern. It's a Sunday, so you can put a movie on for the kids, but no worries if they're screaming kids in the background. I get it. I'm a mama too, and we're all in this together. You will learn how to meal prep like a pro without the stress. I will go through the basics of what I teach in Healthy Mama Meal Prep, and in just an hour, you are going to set yourself up for a healthier and easier and more delicious week. You will end the class with four days worth of dinners prepped and ready to go. They'll be prepped. They won't be fully cooked, but you will also have a fully prepped breakfast, lunch, and snack to set yourself up and give yourself a head start for a healthier and easier week. I'm so excited to bring these meal prep classes back. I can't wait to see your face. I can't wait to interact with you, and I can't wait to share with you my best tips and tools to meal prep like a pro from your home kitchen. So head to the link in the show notes or healthymamachris.com slash classes to learn more and join. And with that, I'm going to sign off. I hope you have a beautiful week and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.